All right, welcome back to the Gospel for Life. I am one of your co-hosts, Josh Bales from the Well Church. With me today is... Well, you got the Well Church with you today. Yeah. <laughs> we are taking over. Uh, we have two uh, of our... Um, well, one of our pastors, Paul Luer, and then uh, one of our pastoral interns, Ben Rao, and then my other co-host, uh, Jonathan Van Hugan from Dayspring. Yes. So I man out today. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm feeling kind of sad because Russ isn't here, so I don't have anybody to make fun of because I can't make fun of you. You're well, too... You, we usually do that with the person that's absent. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, um, so we're going to start a, a little um, series today on Christian education. So uh, by the time you're hearing this uh, recording, it's um, mid-July. Everybody's thinking about... Uh, school for their um, children in the next month, and uh, so Christian education is a is a hugely important topic. Listen to what uh, the Westminster Divines said in their preface to the Westminster Confession of Faith. They said the two great pillars upon which the kingdom of Satan is erected and by which it is upheld are ignorance and error. The two great pillars of the kingdom of Satan, ignorance and error. So let's let's just jump right into it. When thinking about education and specifically educating our children, uh, where must we start? Where must we begin? But m- maybe before we give the positive answer, uh, where can't we start when we're thinking about education? We can't start by waiting, um, by by. By prolonging decisions that are going to affect our family for the future, and I think that oftentimes uh, families do that. They and then that gets them in a bind. Uh, you know, even even um, even raising your children in uh, the nurture and admonition of the Lord is something that you say you can't say. Well, I'll, I'll wait till they can make the decisions on their own. Right. These are decisions that we make for for our family rather than they make for themselves. That's right. We can't, we can't start with the assumption that matter is all that there is in this universe. Mm, yeah. um, we, have to, we have to begin with this is God's universe. This right. is all the stuff that he has made. That's right. I would say we also can't begin with the idea that um, – with the idea of tradition or custom. Well, th- this is what everybody has done before me. Um, mm. You know, the, the public school system, the state school system, that's just what everybody does. And so it's custom, it's tradition. That's what we should do also. Well, we, uh, we find out that, uh, you know, anyone that's been to maybe a, even a Christian institution, then they've left it for 20 years, and they go, it's not the same thing that I, I remember. Uh, oftentimes uh, there's a nostalgia about perhaps even the school that you, you used to go to, and you go, I'm going to send my kids there. Well, it's not the same place. Yeah. It's not the same teachers. It's not the same agenda and the same purposes. And um, you know, we, we find that oftentimes in, in the higher Christian institutions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you mentioned nostalgia. Um, in other words, we actually have to think critically about it. I mean, Paul Paul told the young Timothy, he said, think hard about these things and the Lord will give you insight. And so with every decision in life, whether it's marriage or um, having a baby or changing jobs or changing churches, we actually are required to think and pray and seek the Lord. Um, so, so maybe one more place not to start when we're thinking about education is I think it's wrong to have the attitude to say, well, this is... 
This is the this is what the professionals do. We should leave up education to the professionals. Well, that's not that's not a biblical worldview. So so with with all that being said, with where we shouldn't begin, um, where should we begin when we're thinking about education? Where should we start? Well, I think um, I think the back to the Westminster Divines. Um, I think we have to begin asking the question: Where does education fall in? the overall design that God has for man. And so the overall design God has for man is that man would glorify God and that man would enjoy him forever. And so really, I think we need to ask the question, where does education fall in glorifying and enjoying God forever? Amen. Mm. Okay. Any other answers to that question? Because I could take, I could like suck all the air out of the room right now. Um, <laughs> Hold me back, bro. I, mean, I would just say, like, um, I, I mean, amen to that. Absolutely, we have to be thinking about the glory of God. Um, I guess in framing the question the way that I did, what I want Christians to reflexively say is, well, we have to begin with the Bible. What amen. does the What does the Bible say about um, education? Mm. Um, because look, where we're Brother, I mean, we're reformers, right? I mean, one of the principles of the Reformation is sola scriptura, which means that the Bible is the final authority um, in all matters of faith and practice. Um, education is inherently a, a religious thing. It's not a neutral thing. And so we have to start with Scripture. Um, one of the one of the verses that is often cited when it comes to questions of sola scriptura is Isaiah 8.20. Um, which says, um, to the teaching and to the testimony, if they will not speak according to this word, it is because they have no light in them. It's because they have no dawn. And then, of course, in Second Peter 1.3, it says that God has given everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness in the knowledge of him, which is the scripture. Um, so, I, I mean... Is there any other place to start? Doesn't isn't the Bible the best starting place when we're talking about education? Absolutely, and and just related to that that last verse in Peter, like we have to believe that the Bible is sufficient um, for for everything. Yeah, the, the, there isn't a question that we could run into that isn't addressed in some way in Scripture, um, and so so we have to begin with God and with His Word. Amen. Well, this is truly the foundation of of um, all education. Really, was the the scriptures. You go. You can go back through the Old Testament. Um, the the recognition that the that the home was the the nursery for those virtues and everything else that was taught in God's word. You know, the the father is is told um, you know to write these things on the doorpost of his house. You know, to talk about them on the road uh, when they're sitting there or, or wherever they're at. You yeah. know, you, we have the we have the instruction uh, to the parent, um, and so. Uh, you know, if uh, the Bible is the foundation, uh, the the nursery for that is the home. It begins in the home, uh, and uh, in fact, that was one of the reasons why um, the uh, people of the book, the people of the Word of God, 
were educated. They were educated so they could read and understand the Word of God. That right. was the that was the that was the main purpose of education was to prepare them to 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 know the Word of God. It was the duty of the of the parents, uh, you know, to do those things, um, so that. Uh, you know, it wasn't just an education in an academic or a technical knowledge. It was a. It was ultimately going to be an education in holiness. Yeah. So filling the mind with truth and forming the soul after God's image. Uh, you know, the, the it's interesting because the etymology of the word uh, uh, education or to educate it means to call out or to lead forth, and so it it, it has the connotations of. Of of an exodus yeah. of of mm-hmm. people of leading people out of darkness into the light. So it's like Moses bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt into the Promised Land, and so education is fundamentally a a freeing endeavor. But it be, it, it definitely begs the question, right? What from and what to? Yeah. Um, and so that's that's why we're here talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, the larger aspects of education are the development of of character of of a moral and a religious life. That was the that was the purpose for it. Um, you can get everything else, um, but you know what profit is there to gain the world and lose your soul? Yeah. I mean, these are the most important things, and that's why it's so important for uh, Christian parents to be thinking about the education of their children and not leaving it up to somebody else. That's right. Okay, so let's we, we have a few minutes left. Let's talk about some of those specific instructions that God gives to families. Uh, Pastor Jonathan, you had kind of alluded to one of them in Deuteronomy six, maybe the maybe the Brit could read it for <laughs> yeah, us. We always let we always <laughs> let Ben read uh, if we're going to read. So you'd like verses seven through nine, or yeah, sure, yeah. Well, start at four. Okay. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Mm. So let's exposit that a little bit. Um, what What is Moses saying here to to families, to parents? Well, the first thing that strikes me is um, all the, how God is laboring um, to. He's saying that these words mm. are to be everywhere. They're to permeate everything. And so uh, when he says, you know, you should make them as frontlets, not to literally be frontlets, but you're to put them on your doorposts. All these are ways of saying that this ought to be the fabric. Uh, this ought to be your surrounding. This ought to be the water you're swimming well, in. Well, so to, so to be the frontlets on your eyes or your forehead, it means that these should be on your thoughts. Mm-hmm. To yes. be on your hands, it should be uh, that these are in your actions. And so the at, while you walk by the way or while you sit at home, it's it's both formal and informal. So we should be teaching our children formally, mm-hmm. like in family worship. And then when we go to the store, when we go for a walk, when we go to some entertainment place, yeah. God is saying everything in creation says something about me. Well, yeah. It's a reminder that knowledge isn't something that we inherit like money. 
Um, knowledge is something that has to be taught and learned and uh, and instructed mm. along the along the way. And there's a it, it's one it, you know there's there's an effort in learning. I mean, every child that has to learn knows that there's a a certain repetition to it. There's a you know we have to come back to those things. Yeah. Um, so that, um, you know, because it's not just an automatic that our kids are going to have knowledge, we, we, uh, or wisdom, uh, you know, they're, they may be, they may have some smarts, but they don't have wisdom. Wisdom is right. something that's taught. Right. Another aspect that's uh, pretty profound here is that uh, the command is first to the parents, um, not about what they're teaching, not about what they're passing on, but it, he says these words shall be in your heart, your heart. And so, you know, the, the listening audience no doubt has heard the maxim, uh, you know, teaching is better caught than taught, or things are better transmitted that way. And truly, whatever the parent values, whatever the parent treasures, mm. the children will walk away with that. They, yeah. That's what you are going to leave your child. Well, every home just does have a household God. Yeah, that's right. Mm. And so the question is, is which household God are you training up your children in? This has been um, the Gospel for Life. Uh, brothers, thank you for coming on the show today. I just wanted to remind our listeners about our upcoming um, Boise Reformation Conference. It is October 21st and 22nd. Dr. Joel Beakey and Dr. Derek Thomas are coming. Uh, the subject is uh, the church. Actually, we have a title finally. The, we, the church is one foundation. Amen. <laughs> All right. Um, and so go to ReformationBoise.com. You can register for free. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. I mean, um, these are world-class speakers. We're going to have a whole bunch of books for sale. We're going to have food there. We're going to have great fellowship. Go to ReformationBoise.com. We'll see you next time. 